0: God transform us today by your power, by the renewing of our minds, to turn from the meagre elements of this world now,
1: unto the Word of God. Matthew chapter 26, verse 41 Watch and pray, that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Fighting through the noise, There is always something that comes to stand in the way of a believer at the hour of prayer. The enemy is poignantly aware of the power that has been administered to the believer who is found in prayer. So true is this notion that we see that without prayer, Gethsemane would not have produced a victory for mankind. For at the hour of much mental contemplation of all that was to befall him, the Savior fell on his face to pray. Because the flesh was tempted. Tempted to give in. Tempted to desire that the cup should pass him by. But he prayed. And in prayer the spirit prevailed over what the flesh could not. But hey, (laughs) the flesh can be a battle. We are aware of everything that afflicts our fleshly vessel that we can find ourselves pulled from the very atmosphere that should produce our victory. Have you ever noticed how at the moment of prayer, suddenly your mind can flood you with seemingly pertinent issues? All along you were fine, but all of the sudden now your mind is wondering whether you turned off the cooker, whether you will make it onto the football team, whether that boy or that girl likes you. All of it is distractions of the flesh, designed to destroy Often at the hour of needful prayer, it's not only internal issues that we face with our mind but it's the external factors too. Is it that friend that always seems to suggest a worldly activity right at the point when you are deep down desiring a dialogue with God? That friend that pollutes your ears with vulgarity at the wrong time and kills off the atmosphere of prayer? Sometimes it's tolerating a change of plans and circumstances that eat away at your time till you reduce dialogue with God to two minutes before school or work or two minutes before bed. Again, I point you to the Savior. Remember Peter at the hour that he should fall. He who can speak all things into existence and command the events at a moment's thought. He prayed for said, I've covered you, Peter, by prayer, so Satan cannot have you no matter what happens. But we sit on our laurels and expect everything to happen by the function of our positive affirmation. But what use is a positive affirmation without a relationship with God to overcome temptation? It is fighting through all the noise that is part of the Laodicean day. It's not getting sucked into the buzz of the day and deciding to walk away. No, the real one stays. They don't adjust, but they force their inner thoughts and environments to adjust because they understand that real victory is found in prayer. Lord, teach us to pray. At every juncture of a God-led movement, the believer must feel the need to know how to approach their maker in prayer. The disciples noted that those who walked with John the Baptist had a dialogue of prayer that was uniquely identified with the walk they had decided to undertake as disciples of John. So, the Lord taught them the journey of prayer. And even we who are uniquely once again under another complete outpouring of the Elijah anointing, our prayer life is different. Hallelujah. We are called to another level of dialogue with our synchronicity is the sermon Elisha the prophet that brother Brenham highlights that sometimes the path of our blessings is cut off because we step in assumption without having of conversed with God in prayer to find out whether we should or not the alignment of vision that comes to a believer who is completely lost in prayer is beyond what words can express It's a greater virtue than that of a mere result. It is the foundational discussions between father and son or daughter that form concrete faithful promises that may not be delivered today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not even in the next 10 years. Prayer will keep a man or woman in faith regardless. Because prayer is connecting with the spirit. Because the spirit is willing, (laughs) it is the flesh that is weak. And thus those who feed on the flesh will abide constantly in their weakness. Those who feed on the spirit will arise in the strength of the spirit. The scriptures did not say the flesh of a man will sustain him, but the spirit. The nutritional value of prayer is not found in the flesh. But in the spirit, watch and pray. Temptation is at the door. Those who enter it are those who do not watch and pray.
0: And today we're getting so slothful. The churches get so worldly, so indifferent, so their minds so muddled up with television. And we love Susie and some of these old things and staying home, that shows where the people's hearts are. You can tell them these things are wrong and they think you're crazy. What is it? Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Oh, the greatest pleasure I know of is to be, to pray until I can realize that I'm in the presence of God and recognize it. I think that ought to be the thrill of the church, is the presence of the Holy Spirit, seeing the God that made the promise standing among us. Feel his presence and see his word and see it vindicated it ought to give faith to make cripples walk blind and see deaf ear and dumb speak